Coucou mes vies, welcome to CKUT 90.3 FM. This show is a part of a transforming the airways founded by Radio Meteor, a residency for trans creative of color to create their own radio show. It's your girl, Miss Duprella Latour, and you are listening, you bet her. And today I have two icons here in the <laughs> studio. I cannot believe it. It's the amazing Jean-Sébastien Senecal and Uber Po. Hello, guys. Hi, baby. <laughs> How are you doing? doing <laughs> oh my god you made it you are here yes, thanks for inviting us <laughs> thank you for coming i mean you are too amazing like uh, person in montreal so i'm just gonna let you present yourself so the people doesn't know who is uber pro and jean sebastian senecal so go I'll ahead just, i'll go first <laughs> 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 um, I'm uh, Hubert Po. I'm a uh, uh, fashion, costume, uh, designer, multidisciplinary artist, I would say, specialized in costume right now. I've done a lot of costumes for drag queens mostly recently. Work. Um, yeah, it's very fun. I like to create in general. We do uh, a lot of project projects together with uh, this uh, beauty here. And uh, we, uh, we create a lot of uh, good photo shoots and stuff like that like a lot of uh, um, art direction. I <laughs> love to do that in um, mo uh, a lot of ways, different ways. So, yeah. Sounds amazing. Your turn. And my turn, Jean-Sébastien <laughs> Jean Sénécal, um, commercial photographer. So my photography is mostly, like I said, for commercial purposes. So I shoot a lot of uh, portraits for uh, actor or cooperative stuff, architecture, and a lot of beauty and fabulous drag queens as well. Okay. <laughs> so for the people who doesn't know, these two handsome guys are in relationship. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> How long you've been together? Uh, three years and a half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you are working together too. Yeah. So explain, like, tell me the story. What is the story? Like your meeting? When did you decide? Okay, I'm a stylist. I'm a photographer. We're gonna do this together. Uh, so we met uh, more than three, uh, three and a half years ago. Actually, okay. we met in 2012. Oh. I was a model on the shoot for him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> for, a, for a hair photo shoot, it, which which is pretty funny because it was a um, a men hairstyle uh, competition. Oh, <laughs> and they used my very girly hair in big quotes. <laughs> Let's say I that. I mean, your hair looks stunning, <laughs> which this I found was very funny actually for this photo shoot. And then that's how we met was a very good photographer. I had mm -hmm. a very great experience. Okay. Had a crush on him right there. <laughs> and uh, had to wait seven years for it to happen. Oh, yeah. Why? Mm -hmm. I was very patient. Okay. And why is that? Uh, why is oh. Life. How do you, how do you, did you, did you have? Did you have a crush to you too when you saw him? Well, when I saw him, I was like, damn, this model looks good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I just started my relationship with my ex at that time. Yeah, around that, I think. But so, you know, it's just, he it, stayed the kind of people that you don't like ask uh, like news on Facebook or stuff like that. But, uh -huh. you know, you when you cross those kind of people here and there at some point, two, three times a year, and you're just genuinely happy to see them. Uh -huh. So that's what happened at some point. And uh -huh. the last time we met before reconnecting, it has been three weeks since I was single. <laughs> so it was like, oh my God, how are you? I was like, I'm single. <laughs> it was like, really? <laughs> and Swooping. here we are three years and a half later. <laughs> oh my God, amazing. And did you, like, when you you, were, you said earlier that you were a model. Yeah. 
What? Did you when did you start like doing clothes? Is it the passion that you grew up with, or did you go at school? Like, tell us more about like the fashion. Uh, actually, it was pretty much around the same time. I would say it was mm -hmm. in, when, in 2012. I was in the uh, industrial design uh, program in school. Mm -hmm. Didn't really like it, so I, uh, I switched to. Uh, I wanted to switch to fashion, but I got interested in fashion because I did some modeling for uh, like school shoots and stuff like that. I'd never been like a huge model. It was just like little gigs here mm -hmm. and there, and uh, got interested in fashion. I uh, went to La Salle College, and uh, after that, I went to U uh, UCAM, and then <laughs> other things, and then ended up finishing in U uh, at UCAM uh, in fashion and uh, management. Okay. Um, and then I uh, got interested in costumes. Never did costumes specifically before that, but mm -hmm. uh, I was working at Nado, so I was uh, in contact with drag queens all the time, and... Uh, I needed. I, I think I needed like a year to just like process my uh, all my uh, my uh, program, my school, and uh, started creating with my uh, one of my friends. Uh, you know her, uh, Petula Clack. Uh, yeah, working together a lot. She's pretty much my muse. So we started Aww. making costumes together, and then a year later, year or so, something like that. Uh, I was uh, invited to do a show with uh, Raw Montreal. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh huh. Uh, And then starting from there, I started having some uh, orders from drag queens, actually. Not a lot of drag queens came to the show, but there was a lot of drag queens in my show. So they were like all <laughs> very interested after that. So it was really great, actually. <laughs> started the, it, it was like an, uh, a lunch without uh, planning it to be a lunch, but it was. Sounds it amazing. It became my official lunch after the afterwards. And you became that <laughs> amazing. That So what about you, uh, Sebastian Senecal, SS? <laughs> what do you want to know? Like, where, where did this come from? Like, the photo, the dispersion of photographer? Did you study? Did, yes. Where did it come from? Well, my first dream career was professional dancing. Oh. I danced for 10 years, not quite in a professional level, but quite an advanced level. And that's really funny because when I moved to Montreal in 2000, Um, I wanted to do some shows here and there, and I started to dance with drag queens. Oh. <laughs> so that was my first contact with... Drags. Yeah, with drag, actually. And then after that, I started to work in clubs in, um, in the village, but that's another story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the but, story. <laughs> but uh, yeah, at some point, I, I got to a level in dance that I just did not like what was around me. I loved the discipline, honestly. I love photography, but dancing made me feel like a, a thousand times like uh -huh. more intense uh -huh. but i didn't like the the way people interacted and everything so i was just like you know what instead of like hating my my craft uh -huh. i'm just gonna switch to something else and i instantly subscribed at dawson college in the commercial photography And I got my diploma in 2009, so I've been doing this for the last uh, 13 years. But when you decide like like dancing, yeah. and then you want you were like, okay, I'm gonna switch. What what's what's what was the the thing that made you like, okay, I'm gonna do photography? Um, what was the my, reason? Or you were my, just like my introduction to photography was my boyfriend at the time. I don't okay. know what's this tendency to create <laughs> with my boyfriends. <laughs> 
but it's definitely there. But yeah, he was a multidisciplinary artist as well, um, mostly in graphic design, but he was using a lot of medium to create his images, uh -huh. uh, illustration, photography and everything. And that's through him that I touched a, a more professional camera at first and was like, ooh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. And I just stole his camera for like many times and just went in the street and started like photographing like okay. electrical wires and buildings and just super like simple and graphic stuff. And at some point it, it just arrived at the good time that I was pissed with dance and that I thought that I, I've learned what I could from myself in photography. And I uh -huh. was like, I just want more and I need school for that. So it was a really easy choice, honestly. Sounds amazing. <laughs> and then um, actually you are one of the photographer who was always around drag queens. Like you are doing most of the outfit for the <laughs> iconic drag queens. And you also take a lot of pictures. But You told me that you you work at um, Cabaremado. Yeah. So this is uh, when like you decide okay, I'm I I might be interested to do <laughs> styles yeah. for um for drag queen. Yeah. Uh it's very hard to tell when this started in my mind because I it was always there for a while actually the the making of uh, like the costumes and stuff like that. I started studying fashion because I thought uh there was not what I was searching for in the shops and the every like i don't know if i go if i go shopping i didn't find what i was i wanted to wear myself uh -huh. so i wanted to create it uh notice it took more time than i thought <laughs> to make outfits so it it happened a couple times but uh not all my clothes i make so because it takes so much time <laughs> and but uh yeah so i started working at meadow and uh i saw what was needed there and uh -huh. i knew i had some good ideas for that and i, I had good friends also to do it together and it started actually as a party we were just like uh in his apartment with like they have an atelier, an atelier in, in their uh their house and they just we just went there glue stuff to other stuff and uh, ended up with cool co cool costumes <laughs> perfect so if i yeah. understand your inspiration was actually drag yeah but also your own style like you have a yeah. particular style so you was like okay This, 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 this shop clothes <laughs> shit. <laughs> I want something special. Perfect. Yeah. And um, when did you decide like that you together are gonna work? Decide is a big, <laughs> big term. Word. It mostly happened, honestly. Okay. Like, We had this, uh, you, you talked about this earlier. This, uh, But obviously uh, yeah. as two creatives, like yeah. getting to know each other, we just obviously brainstormed all the time without really knowing that we brainstormed. Yeah. So at some point we're like, we should do something together. <laughs> uh -huh. I just finished one uh, outfit at that time uh, for Pitchla and uh, we decided to shoot it. And it was like just right before the pandemic hit, we planned it for actually the end of March. <laughs> and then the pandemic just hit and we were like, we have to do it anyway. We still did illegally, <laughs> but we were only three. So it was okay. And uh, the photo is still amazing. I still look at it and I'm still blown away by it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we did that to it and we we're like, damn, there's something to explore there. And <laughs> yeah. it has not stopped since. <laughs> cool. And um, what is, did you have like um, working in the community of gay community? You know, it's not that easy. There is a lot of struggle. Did you have experience, like bad experience about like, people or about like the fact that like you are doing something for drugs and all of the the negative uh, <laughs> vi 
like that drags queen have did did it like came to you or did you experience did you i'm not sure i understand <laughs> we have to you mean if, if we uh, we had some struggles during uh, all these times yes because like you like know that? we were talking about like a lot of uh, people like they 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 coming for drag queens like drag queens with children drag queens yeah. with them and um, most of you photographer and designer you are working with drag queens yeah. did you feel like something sometime like having like bad like experience or uh, or bad like um, you know what i mean i've never had any i don't know if it's about homophobia or stuff, stuff like that i i lived it when i was younger but not related to my job right now uh-huh. Uh, I think, uh, well, it's, there's always struggles, like it's big personalities and stuff like that. We have to deal with this and I'm kind of used to it because I, I've worked at Meadow, so I've seen it, I've seen it all, uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's not, um, we have struggles, but we, we learn from them and, uh, we, uh, I don't, I wouldn't say I, it's related to the fact that there is like this rise of homophobia uh-huh. <laughs> recently, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. But did you experience out of your work like homophobia you told that you have it when you were when i was younger yeah because because i was i'm very i'm from a very small town and uh, it was not easy <laughs> that's why i'm in montreal now <laughs> perfect <Yeah>. and <laughs> did your coming out went well both of you for me yeah definitely okay i'm i'm really lucky for that because i was a really in a really safe space my whole like young and teenage life at uh-huh. home and with like both sides of my family as well Like, so when I came out, like, my mother, like, almost, like, outed me even before I really knew that. <laughs> like, I wanted to go meet a guy and I did not really understand what was happening. And she just looked at me and she was like, do you have things to, like, verify with this guy? <laughs> and I was like, hmm, I think you're right. And she was like, you know what? You trusted me enough to, like, share that with you, with me. So uh-huh. uh, I trust you enough to just go explore there. And if there's anything, just let me know. I'll be there. So, oh, that's cool. uh, and after like a couple of weeks after when I started seeing this guy, my mom was like, I told it to your aunt and to your uncle and to your cousins. And they were all <laughs> like, it was about time. <laughs> and it, it was me that was like, can you just like shut up for now? <laughs> and it was like, oh, we know it since you're two, like get over it. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's cool. That's Lucky pretty you. much a super easy coming out story. Like you, what about you? Uh, it was pretty It was okay. Actually, I have a... The, the biggest struggle was actually that I have a, a, a gay brother. So, and he's older than me. So, he came out before me. So, statistically, it was not going to happen. So, my parents were very surprised. Which I don't understand because I was very effeminate when I was young. <laughs> I, w- I don't know. It's, uh, it was more about... Uh, I didn't do my coming out when I was in my, uh, my hometown. Because I don't want these people to know that. And uh, they know now. But, like, who are they? <laughs> Who and, are uh, they? Who are they? <laughs> <laughs> no, my parents took it pretty okay. It was, it was more about, uh, I think, the, the image. They, my mother has a very special relationship with her parents. And uh-huh. I think she was, uh, she was feeling the pressure from her parents uh-huh. to like, do the right thing. But I, for her, it was not a problem. And my mom, my father, is the same. So. Perfect. Sounds yeah. great. And can you talk about like the biggest project that you guys do together or separately that you already done and then you are proud of it or the ones are coming? Hmm. <laughs> are we allowed to talk about that? I don't <laughs> think so because we have really cool stuff 
Coming. Coming, probably. It's not 100%. It's in the talking. But if it comes, uh, it would be probably the, our biggest projects together. Yeah. And in my career as well. Like, <laughs> we'll see. We'll okay. see. And we'll what see. about the past one? Like, the past projects? We did a lot. The biggest projects we did was uh, the, photo, the photos for Drag Race uh, Girls that we. Uh, we did a lot of them, actually. Like, I did a lot of costumes for them, but we also did some photo shoots because they want to shoot their outfits after that. We did uh -huh. that uh, We did that a lot. So I, I guess if we put all of that together, mm -hmm. that was a big load of work because, I, I don't know, I have 25 pictures we did for this or something like that. Maybe less, but, like, uh, it was a lot of work. Yeah. And who and was the girl that you shot, like? <laughs> we shot many people, actually. Right. We, well, this uh, drag race thing started with Rita Baga in, uh -huh. in uh, Canada's Drag Race Season 1, actually. Like, we shot uh, Rita previous to Drag Race just for fun because he, uh, Hubert made a couple of dresses and outfits for her. Uh -huh. So, and then after we did, I think, three photo shoots for her, we just okay, learned that she was on Drag Race and we're like, oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> and then she came to the studio for a couple of, of photo, shoot, sure. photo shoots of her, her, um, her outfits going to the episodes. And yeah. it kind of started through that yeah and petula clark of course because yeah. she's your best friend <laughs> she was and not on the show but uh, <laughs> we, still did some shoot. we did we actually have some uh, still uh, unpublished shoot that we did with her with that are so gorgeous it's it's a pain not to post them yet, but it's, they're so gorgeous <laughs> and who else um, was Adriana, yeah. there was Adriana, Geometric, uh, Suki Doll, uh, uh, who else? There was, uh, uh, Candle Gender, Candle Gender Pizza, Pizza. Uh, Geometric. Yeah. Did you say it? Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Giselle. Actually. Giselle, yes. obviously, yeah, yeah, for the, yeah. the early, latest uh, last season. I wish we, ha we would have done some of the photos with Boom Boom, but she had a photo photograph because I did most of her looks for the yes, show. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I was very proud of these looks. And I, I was hoping for the pictures to be amazing. They were, they were pretty good. I'm not disappointed, <laughs> but it's always fun to have control over it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I understand. Mm. And what else? Like you saw, you said also that you did drag queen show. You're doing beauty, beauty photo shoot. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm mostly portraits at the moment. I shoot mm -hmm. a lot of casting stuff for actors. Um, I did a lot of uh, hairdressing competition and a lot of like beauty, like really makeup stuff for many years and that's why it makes so much sense to shoot drag queens today <laughs> <laughs> because i like years of shooting super extravagant hair and super extravagant makeup and then you put those two together with like a sparkling outfit and there you have a drag queen <laughs> so it's really those experiences really served me well for what i yeah. I do today. Yeah, and also I see one of the pictures that you post that sometimes you are doing picture out of the studio. studio. I see an amazing picture with a red dress with a drag queen in a castle. Oh, uh, red dress? Is it the I'm one not sure the, it is the, the red the dress, but it's the or? huge dress and she was like uh, in the castle. Like I think it is one of the in a castle, I wish. In a castle. We did <laughs> one at the stadium, but yeah. it was not in the castle. We shot one of Suki Doll with a red dress at the Olympic Stadium. It's there just like this yeah. big structure of like concrete around this this photo. Is just oh, there's gorgeous. also the, the, red, the, the red dress for uh, Adriana, but that was outside. Yeah, the, the, this was a really and, uh, interesting white, story. White rock quarry was in, uh, in Chelsea, but uh, I don't remember any castle. It's okay. And... Uh, <laughs> 
when you are shooting a photo, when a drag queen comes to you and say, okay, this is that I want to do. Like, is that you in charge of like, I've, you, I think this outfit is going to go with this shoot. We're going to shoot it outside. We're going to bring this to the shooting to bring the ooh sensation. Mm. Is it you in charge or you leave it to the, to the drag queen? Uh, it really depends. Like when they come, first of all, uh, especially for Drag Race, mm -hmm. they have a team since the beginning. Like they had a team, they had an outfit and a complete look built for a specific team. Mm -hmm. So maybe they have a specific idea of what, how they want it to come out, you know? Mm -hmm. So let's say for Adriana, one of the shoots she had was a, a sexy rock and roll, I think, for the mm -hmm. season two. And she, and I was like, do you have any ideas or or do you want me slash us to provide ideas for you? And she was like, oh, no, I, I really had this inspiration of crowd surfing for this one. It was like, ooh, <laughs> this is so cool. And we just went with it. But it happened sometimes that they were like, no, no, uh, what do you think? And we the, just... The red dress and uh, the, the quarry uh, shoot, but that was already, yeah, right? She had a, an, a basic inspiration and they yeah. just searched for places and I was like, oh, my God, this place is so cool. And it just happened, but but most of the time it's it's a discussion with the with the drag with the queen. Drag we queens. just talk and then we come up with an idea for all. But a lot, a lot of them just they let us decide. It really depends. It's really yeah. And most of our ideas come while just brainstorming and staying <laughs> saying stupid yeah. shit at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and basically. How, how you guys are managing your marketing? Because like a lot of people knows who. Uber and Jean-Sébastien Senegal are like do you have like something specific are you more on social media are you more what are you doing like to make your your work seen Instagram mostly mm. uh, what is marketing but <laughs> <laughs> but you don't post often you guys yeah, I follow you uh, you, have, you don't have you have no idea how many projects are in the box just waiting to be on Instagram yeah. I just hate it's that process <laughs> but it's, but it's part of the process yeah, it is we have to get into it more. I, think. I would. We were we were really uh, on a schedule at one point with Suki and uh, Adriana and everything. We had like we were posting more often, but uh, recently. Well, we had a, a, a deadline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you don't have a deadline, ah, yeah. tomorrow, <laughs> ah, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, because like unfortunately nowadays, like everything is going through social media. Yeah. So yeah. I think the best way to make your work seen is just like keep posting yeah. keep talking about you do you think it is something that you're gonna do or are you gonna work with the mark more of the marketing <laughs> because like you are doing amazing work yeah thank you like <laughs> this is why i i was like i need to have them on the show because like <laughs> this is some level shit <laughs> but honestly i would love to have someone that knows this area better than me hmm to take care of that because yeah. like as a freelancer you do you need to like do so many things that are out of your main like skills uh -huh. like as a photographer is what i do is what pays like my rent it's my main talent but i need to do marketing i need to do social media i need to do accounting i need to do like washing the studio i need to do like you know hiring people finding collaborators it's it's fun at some point but it most of my time is not necessarily always spent on photography, which imagine if I had like 
couple of people around just telling me, send me your new photos. I'm taking care of this. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And it's just more time for me to do what I do best. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so hopefully one day this will happen. But for the moment, I'll just try to post more by myself. Perfect. And what about you with fashion, <laughs> with, with, with the, the design that you are doing? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get into, uh, I don't it's, I feel <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I go on TikTok, for example, I feel much older than I am. So <laughs> I need to get into it and like understand a little more about it, I think. And uh, because I feel like that's where we're going. I think videos are showing my, my stuff better. But I'm not used to doing it, so I get. I'm working on like getting. A but I mean, also you can be your own that. model because <laughs> look at you, like <laughs> you know, at the at the red carpet for the season two, that dress. <laughs> I just Thank saw you. you. Like I think that was the second or the third time that I see you because you come yeah, to drag moi before, but that was so quick. Yeah. And then that was the this time <laughs> that I met you, and then we have like opportunity to talk and then mm -hmm. to discuss together. And then you were wearing that amazing black dress. <laughs> Yeah. And like I was so gagged, and I was like, "Oh my god, your dress is so beautiful!" <laughs> and then you were like, "I made it." I was like, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> it was so chic, right? <laughs> I was and, very proud. And this is so my style. So yeah. I think like you need to, yeah, to put yourself more <laughs> in yeah. the spotlight. I thought about this, <laughs> like uh, making more stuff that are not related to anyone else, just making it for me, for and, you, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. for me, or for just like I put it on a mannequin and just like show it this way i did i did it a, a couple times and it worked well so i think i need to continue and this, even like for the for the red carp for the final of canada drag race you yeah. wear some uh, a jumpsuit with the trans color like the blue and oh, yeah. pink i guess <laughs> like breathtaking thank you <laughs> so what do you have to to say to people like to drag queens or to um, young girls gay who are passionate about fashion who are passionate about photographer what advice do you have to them like to make them be as uh, professional and on fleek <laughs> than both of you uh just do it <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no there's no like from my part there's no like secret thing but just feel what you do from inside yeah that's what that's what i develop a lot with dance like when you dance you cannot feel more what you do than yeah. when you dance you know so i always followed that kind of feeling and even in photography if it makes me feel something inside if it if it makes me want to wake up uh yeah. the morning to go do what i'm gonna do even if it doesn't pay even if it pays a lot even if it whatever the reason when i wake up in the morning and i'm like ooh, i'm gonna have a good day this is where i get my motivation this is what yeah. i I encourage people to to look inside and whatever the field they want to go through, professional, personal, uh, family, uh, love, whatever. If it's that feeling inside, just keep doing it. The intuition. And, yeah, <laughs> intuition and enjoy your stupidity. Like make yourself <laughs> laugh. Like that's why we most like get our ideas yeah. saying like our stupidest like fantasies and <laughs> ridiculous stuff and we're like let's turn that into a photo shoot it's gonna be amazing <laughs> so it makes me feel something inside and it shows in the end result people are like <laughs> fabulous you know so it's so about that, passion for me it's it's about passion definitely 
So, totally, like, and the reward in life is not always financial, you know. It's about liking what you do most of the time. Yeah, but it's not that easy because, like, I mean, to be a professional photographer, you need to have materials, you need to, and they don't, they cost a lot. Yeah. So it's kind of like passion, investment, and also... Yeah, but... Someone, it's not because someone owns $40,000 of professional photo equipment that he knows how to do something nice with it. Uh-huh. And a good photographer can, can do like, there's super good iPhone photographers. There's super good uh, like uh, disposable camera like photographers. <laughs> you know, you, you don't, you don't, yes, it's nice to have a, a base of like really cool equipment and efficient to play with. Uh-huh. But a good starter kit can make you go very far with good ideas and like knowing how to do with what you have. Like that's what I've learned for a long time. Just like look around you and just try to do something with it. And it doesn't really care how you, it, it doesn't really matter, sorry, how you do it. If it works, it works. Yeah. That's it. So you don't need like super expensive equipment. If like what you see on the like on the side is just like oh let's put that in front of the lens it's gonna look interesting and it's a, like a, a shitty things that like get some light through and create an effect it costs nothing but it's cool so it's mostly about how you use what you have in but, my opinion yeah but you we have a lot of photographer so like if someone just wake up like it's it's like drag like there is a lot of drag mm-hmm. queen I think like sometimes you need to find something that you you can be passionate to photograph but i think you need to find something that is you that is your signature that is like the mm-hmm. reason why people wanted to okay i'm going to go to senegal because i need this type of picture mm-hmm. like how do you think like people can go find this this the 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 thing in photography like, like people how, how they can develop that their yes, their like younger uh, like a, a, a younger child 12 years old who's passionate to photograph what is like the advice or what 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 do you what can you tell him well it comes back to just do what you want to do like i did not think one day oh i'm gonna brand my photography as this like okay. some business people because because everything you do in an artistic artistic side i think there's two types of people that are really passionate about like creating their stuff and there's more of the the people that are more business and they see business opportunity uh-huh. and they try to turn artistic stuff into business opportunities uh-huh. so, so you can start if you're more of a business artist you can be like okay this is like uh something I see that there's missing in this market. So I'm mm-hmm. going to try to do something to like fill that. Okay. Or like me, I never thought of that. I was just like, <laughs> I just want to do it like that. Like <laughs> I like it super minimal, super graphic, mm-hmm. uh, like simple. And it's just my personal visual fantasies. Okay. So I just kept doing that. And since uh, since that time uh, it attracts people so <laughs> let's keep doing it perfect and what about you what about, about like uh, fashion what is your huge inspiration about fashion and then what what like what what are you thinking what what is the process when you create when you want to create something like mm. tell us more about this aspect 
it it changes a lot depending on the project but most of the time i like to try something new every time mm -hmm. like sometimes it's just it's gonna be it's gonna start from a technique that i've never tried or like i've seen something that was not done the way i would have done it so i'm like oh let's do it the way i would have done it mm -hmm. and uh generally it gives me a little very good uh, i don't know sometimes it's just a, it's just a material i just see something i'm like oh i could do that with this material and uh it's uh and i try to match it with the demand that some uh, some drag just ordered and uh it depends really depends on the client too <laughs> if uh, with uh, with boom boom i was very uh, involved with the pro the the the, the, the idea uh -huh. We we talked about the, all the themes and I was like, oh, this would be fun to do with this. And I have the, this idea that I've, I wanted to try for a while and uh, and I was sent some inspiration. I look at a lot of uh, beautiful things in general. So uh -huh. like uh, not only fashion, but like in, uh, uh, illustration, uh, architecture and cool. Instagram is a big, uh, big inspiration in general. I just scroll and scroll and scroll. <laughs> so. Most of my ideas come from there. I try to do something that has never been seen before, which uh -huh. is pretty much impossible. But yeah. like, <laughs> I tweak it a little bit so it makes it new. Let's say that. <laughs> Perfect. So I guess uh, we are out of time. Already? Yes. Oh, that was so amazing. <laughs> like, what is your handing word? What do you have to tell to people who are listening to us? Um, and... What do you t tell also yourself every time when you wake up in the morning? You were like, okay, I want to be this. I, I, I want to achieve this. Like, what is like, like the handing word in general? Um, I'd say be kind to yourself and no matter what happens, good or bad, just welcome it with an open heart. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. my motto. That's my motto. For I'd me. say what he said. <laughs> I'd say uh, follow your intu intuition. Uh, you're going to know if you're doing something great. And if it's not, keep doing it. It's going to bring you to something better. So mm. it's uh, knowing something that you don't like is very is a good help also. <laughs> I've, I've done something that uh, I've done a project that was the, 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 the goal was to make it the, the ugliest. So it made it. It, it's very interesting to do this research and I think everyone should do this. So specifically this. <laughs> Sounds amazing. And last question. When is the marriage? <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> what is marriage? Calm down. <laughs> We share I a studio together. <laughs> We're there for now. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Uber Pro and Jean-Sébastien Senegal for, for coming here. It makes me joyful so thank you so much for being here and uh, we're gonna us. listen to music and then we're gonna come back thank you thank, thank you, you. <laughs>
tes caves Doucement passable, sentimental et coupable Je n'ai pas appris, je me suis menti, pas déjà 